All right, Justin, man. Um, hey. I know uh, things have gotten a little weird since I took over hosting. Uh, I, you, are you just noticing this? I, I've, I've noticed that I have an aggro issue that has been popping up from time to time, but there's yeah. a reason that I've invited you here to the Champions Club today. Okay. Well, is it because I've won recently, right? So it's like, congratulations uh, for con- winning. Congratulations are definitely in order. Champions in the Champions Club. Yes. Yes, sir. Thank you. Yeah. And, uh, Nate's not going to be here today. Um, uh, we've all been pretty negative about the product. I was thinking that maybe we could uh, reunite the Sunshine Buddies. Are, wait, are you, are, you, are you being serious right now? Of course don't, I'm being please, serious. Please don't tell me this is a problem. That's a mean joke. If this is, No if this is joking in the Champions Club. You know okay, that. Okay, you're right. No, I know that. Oh, my God. You're, you're being serious right now. I am so in. Oh, my God. Sunshine. Oh, my God. You, no one else knows what's going on. We know what's going on, right? We know what's going on. Oh, that's so exciting. Oh, Shawnee, thank you, man. Knock, knock, knock in the Champions Club. May I come in? Hello? Hi, Erica. What's up? Not wrong. You know what's going on. She knows what's I mean, going on. Obviously. Um, I had to take a brief break. It's good to be back. You look great. You look amazing. You, you are a mensch and a half thank you of course it's good to be back i feel good um uh, admittedly i might feel good just because i didn't watch uh wrestlemania backlash last night but hey 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 if you feel good you feel good you feel good i'm 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 riding high let's do let's let's kick out the show where is uh mr bean uh hey everybody How's it going? Are are you? We gonna do a show? Uh, It's up to you. I mean, Shawnee. Well, that's the thing. We could just do a Sunshine Buddy show, and but that means he would have to be one, right? Erica, we can't let him. Can Can Chuck be a? He he is he is He's, a source of light. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. He is. He, he was really dancing is. a little bit a few weeks ago. There, oh, that was delightful. That who, was. Who, who doesn't love that? Yeah, I think I, I think Come for on, a guys. week, for a week. Come on, guys. At least for a week. All right, sunshine. You're buddy. in. Hey! You're in. like the new tone that's being set by the sunshine buddies being champions of this show hi buddy how you doing today doing great champ how are you doing fantastic champ i'm very excited for this show great job on that coin flip champ appreciate it champ i can't wait for you to take over though It's extra special because I picked it out, so he, he chose it just for me, and it was nice. You know, that's what buddies do. For I was originally intending to get a full-size couch, but I got a love seat instead. 
All right, before I drown in the saccharin here. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the One Fall Show. I'm Shawnee Constant. I am your host here to assert dominance on a show that is not only a friendly conversation about the, the week in professional wrestling and sports entertainment, but also a quiz show. Our game consists of three categories, Smacked Raw, questions involving WWE flagships, Midweek Meet, covering the shows yeah. from Tuesday through Thursday, and oh. Around the Ring, also not a double entendre, which includes the rest of the pro wrestling world. Each category consists of three questions worth one, two, and three points consecutively. If a contestant doesn't know the answer, points can occasionally be awarded for comedic value, but I am a tough audience Whew, that seemed like i said a lot of words maybe i need to adjust that or put some just music behind it record it once and then uh, you know what i'm saying guys yeah i like i did like the flow it's all right hype man before i introduce the panel let's hear some noise for the woman who is not wrong our scorekeeper and the moral compass extraordinaire Miss Erica Bannis. I'm I'm not gonna lie. Uh, while you were reading all of the uh, the intro for the show, uh, at one I think it was after the midweek meet mention. I did. I think uh, Justin went, Ugh! and that for some odd reason popped me. And I'm like, don't laugh, because I'm like, because I would have just blown out just the entire track. Like it just. It, I don't know. I'm in a good mood. Um, I, I had, I've, I've had a good week. I had dinner and it was delicious and mainly because uh, I probably didn't have to make it. And that handsome husband of mine, made it. And, and honestly, he's, he's better. He's a better cook than me. Anyway, I'm a better baker. He's a better cook, but enough about my love life. Let's introduce our contestants, right? Sean. Ah, yes. First, allow me to introduce our low point scorer and disgraced former host, Mr. Chizuk Bean. I put the grace in disgrace. Welcome, everybody. <laughs> Happy to be here for another One Fall Show. Last week, tripling my score to three points. This week, looking to at least double that. So I'm, I'm moving. I'm climbing that ladder just like a rapper very slowly. Very slowly. Very All slow. right. Now let me introduce uh, the host of the JV Sports Talk pay-per-view pod, Mr. Justin Valentine. Thank you, sir. Appreciate that plug. And hey, I just want to say we're recording this on tax day. I waited until yesterday to do my taxes. So shout out to everybody who was with me on that. We <laughs> Listen, they gave us an extra month and I took that extra month, damn it. Every day of it. Uh, true story. I got a lot back in my taxes for reasons, uh, and I have invested it all of it in cryptocurrency. Doge to the moon. Yeah. Wow. To the moon. Look at that. To right. the moon. Uh, the, look the look Cameron, what you've gone and done. The Cameron Grimes of the One Fall Show. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes, I need a. I need a. Or the Ted DiBiase. Yeah, you just a cat. Sweet I have several majestic hats. As a matter of fact, if we can ever get this show to video, I will wear a majestic hat. Hell yeah. All right. Something to so look excited forward for to. That. Whew. All right. Well, uh, some bad news. Unfortunately, our champion is not here. Um, during backlash, uh, apparently there was an incident in Nate's apartment. Um, I was able to speak to his doorman. A lot of noise uh, taking place. 
um, and an explosion. Uh, by the time the police were able to batter their way into the building, they found uh, his head had popped right off of his body after he had smashed all of his uh, television screens, uh, computer screens. Uh, audio of the event uh, heard him saying, McMahon, McMahon, how have you done this, McMahon? Uh, hopefully he will grow his head back and return soon. I can only speculate, and this is only speculating from Twitter and watching WrestleMania Backlash. It may have been the zombies at WrestleMania Backlash. Nate Bender was not a fan of that. In fact, I think he said he was canceling his Peacock subscription over the zombie segment at WrestleMania Backlash. I don't, I don't know how you can not be a fan of the zombies. Time of the season is banger. All right. Uh, time <laughs> of the sea. It's a nice 60-year-old <laughs> reference for the kids, Mr. Bean. Okay. I was gonna, I mean, admitted, admittedly, I, I'm a more of a she's not there. Oh, that's a good of, one too. That's that's a that's a banger. It's yeah. still oh, right. Oh, right. It's wait, good. Wait, I, wait. I have no idea what you guys are talking about. I'm starting of the show. You Chuck, Chuck, you get to start the show today. Um, yeah. <laughs> I've got I've got a, a, a finish the series of terms. I'm going to give you two terms and you tell me what the third one is. All right. Are you ready, Mr. Bean? Uh, I, I hope so. Term All one, right, let's try this. Backlash. Term two, spooky bullshit. Term three is what? Uh, zombies? Zombies! Oh, my God. <laughs> what did you think of the zombies, Chuck? You know what? I was watching a and &E. I was watching the Shawn Michaels documentary on a and &E. So I saw Twitter explode with uh, GIFs and videos yes. and people talking about zombies on Backlash. And out of context, yeah, that's some that's some spooky. That's some goofy ass bullshit. When I got to Backlash later on in the night, and it opened with Batista. Um, commentating over the video with day of the dead stuff which comes out on netflix in about a week it made perfect sense of course they had zombies for a lumberjack match like we wouldn't have seen this coming because we didn't know they had the day of the dead uh you know interaction what's the movie but, actually called casino of the dead or i think it's i think it's just day of the dead no it's for I sure i think it's army of the dead army of the dead justin's right all right give him a point army of the dead he's got it uh, score. All right, one, Justin scores a point. Game. Once, uh, once, once I saw the Batista Army of the Dead intro video, I was like, "Well, I, see, now I don't know why people are pissed off about zombies. Like they've set up zombies right in the beginning." All yeah. right, Justin, why were you pissed off about zombies? I, you know what? I don't mind. I totally get the cross promotion. Of course, Batista's in it, and it's fun. I wouldn't mind a spot, whether it was backstage or during the match, uh, to make it the entire match right they changed the stage they got rid of the announce team of course every single lumberjack was a zombie it takes away from the i just i'm a big damian priest mark and i want to focus on the fact that damian priest is getting a pay-per-view win because the closest thing he got to that was bad bunny getting the pin at wrestlemania i want to see damian priest get this pin and so on so i would have been okay with the backstage segment or a spot during the match to make it all that it was about to get have miz get devoured after the match eh, it was a little too much a little too much for me but in the end i get it it's cross promotion it's batista yeah and i get why people who want more of a shoot style 
show wouldn't enjoy it. Uh, it's a pocket universe. It's a spectacle. Uh, I thought they did the zombies justice. Like it was sure. good, good makeup, excellent lighting. I think that actually the lighting of the of the zombie, whoever they brought in that did the horror lighting or whatever um, philosophy they used, they used later with. Um, McIntyre because there was a promo he did where it was like this sort of noir heavy shadow thing going on I was like all right if the zombies lead to anything being better about this production going forward that would be a win but otherwise (laughs) I mean I thought it was fun um two things the zombies were not worth after for one point each uh, for myself uh um um fucking ninjas and uh (laughs) fucking retribution two things that I like less than uh, the zombies Fun fact, one of the uh, – I saw on uh, social media that one of the zombies was actually Spike Dudley. Oh. What? That's All right. Amazing. All right. Good shout out Spike. to Spike Dudley. Yeah, shout, shout out to Spike Dudley. got to be an extra paycheck on a yeah. WWE like, bro, show. What are you doing today? You want to you wanna do this? kind of cool. He was a history teacher, and then he was a wrestler, and then he was cruiserweight champion, and now he's a zombie. Yeah, uh, that cruiserweight title run. Ugh. <laughs> that was not great. <laughs> All right, Chuck, for two points. Question number two. Injury uh, scare number one occurred on Raw this week when the match between these two was cut short due to injury. Oh, no. Oh, you, you called him five. so many times. I can't remember his actual name. Uh, it was Seamus <laughs> and uh, Umberto Carrillo. That is correct. Oh, thank you. Two goodness. points to Chuck. <laughs> Shout out to Dale Gas. Yeah. <laughs> we got Matt Carlos and Budweiser. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was a, that was a kind of a scary bump, man. The way uh, yeah. Seamus came down on his <sighs> leg, and then uh, he went to get up and couldn't uh, couldn't really put any any weight on it, and they had to yeah. call the match early. That was that was kind of a scary bump. I feel like there was there was another bump. Uh, in one of the women's matches on raw that was also scary but it, it escapes me because that was seven days ago but yeah. glad to hear that both of them seem to be all right i mean yeah I, yeah I mean i was more worried about humberto and i feel bad for him i i feel like he's been overall a case of calling him up a little too soon the guy's not ready uh to be on the main roster especially in the title picture. I did like, I don't know if it was because of the Korea injury or what I did like getting Ricochet involved though. On the Hell yeah. Show with the U S title. The dude deserves something. Uh, that could be fun. I like that. Yeah. And Ricochet put on a hell of a promo. I really enjoyed that. I was not expecting to find any joy in the WrestleMania backlash pre-show, but uh, someone on Twitter alerted me to the fact that Ricochet was on and I got on quick enough that I was able to see the whole thing where he stole, uh, you know, all of all of his gear and did the whole, yeah. the whole thing, and that was that was a fun little spot. But it does look like he pulled a, a Royal Rumble Goldberg and forgot his gear or didn't know he was wrestling because he showed up in jeans. <laughs> Maybe that's his new look. He's been on that for what the last seven weeks against yeah Mustafa uh, Ali, and I've, <laughs> I haven't seen a single match, but apparently they're having a hell of a feud. <laughs> God, <laughs> fact that main event's still a thing. Yeah, well, you know. All right. All right. For three points, the third question or the, for the third, uh, let, let's just see how this goes here. All right. This is a, an over and under category. All Ooh. right. So I'm going right. to walk you all through it and we'll see if anyone is awarded the points. Scared. All right. The SmackDown ratings are in for May 14th, 2021. What are the ratings? What is going to happen here now? Justin, you are going to pick the rating 
And Chuck oh. is going to get to choose whether he wants to go over or under. Ooh. All right. Oh, my God. Yikes. What do they go by? I don't even focus that much on the ratings. I think it's, um, a, it's a, like a one to ten. Is that right? I don't even know what they go by, to be honest with you. I mean, essentially what I'm looking for is the number of people watching. The number of people that watch. Um, I have no idea. I don't focus on the ratings that close to give an accurate guess. So I'm just going to throw a number that I've seen on Twitter. Let's just say 350,000. All right. Chuck. Over I feel or like, under 350,000? I feel like it's got to be more than that. I'm going to say over. All right. The uh, actual number was 1.8 million people for the Go <laughs> Home right. Show to WrestleMania Backlash. <laughs> Damn. Damn. You know what I'm focusing on is the week AEW before, and NXT. They yeah. had had 2.28 million, so it was a significant drop. Tends sure. to fluctuate in that area, though. Between Same, same with Raw, between 1.8 million and Two SmackDown goes up to about 2.2 million. I needed a three point question, and I was banking on the fact that this one might throw you all for a loop. So, yeah, no, it did me the kind of thing that uh, we we do not look into when we do our homework before we walk into the show. Great job hosting, great job coming up with that question, Shawnee. Thanks, buddy. Thank (laughs) you. Yeah, of course, buddy. Chuck got, uh, I think Chuck got all the points, buddy. Chuck, yep. congratulations. Six, but six. Already, but in the next round, you the next round Justin is going to get the first crack at the question. Score. Good luck, buddy. Good luck. Erica. I, I will say, well, it, yes, Chuck did get six points, but uh, Justin did get that rogue one point. Oh, uh, yeah. So, Congratulations, so he's buddy. Not, thank you. He's not pointless. And so. I have to say a big thank you to Mr. Chuck Beam because he's the one that suggested I get that point. Well, thank you, Shawnee, for uh, you know following through. Eric Urbanis is not wrong. Justin Valentine is not pointless. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I, am not, I am not a pointless person. Let's see if I can get Amy to do up a Justin's not pointless in the exact same font. Please. Please. <laughs> all right. All right. So Justin, would you like to uh, pick the around the ring category or the midweek meet? I mean, it, would it really be like me if I turned, turned away midweek meat? I mean, right. Come on. We all do love a good sandwich. <laughs> all right. Justin, are you ready? <laughs> yes, I am. For one point, who is the NXT Cruiserweight Champion? Oh, wow. You got five. <laughs> oh, shit. What the hell is his name? Hope um, you're paying attention. He still has it, right? Kushida still has it. Yes, Kushida still uh, yeah. has it. Just in the nick of time. He threw me off. <laughs> <laughs> threw me off. I'm like, this is too easy of a question. Why it's one point. Uh, uh, what, the Cruiserweight. How do you rate the Cruiserweight uh, belt right now? I can tell you that over in the WWE Super Universe, One Fall Show Super Universe, that uh, Nate heads uh, along uh, calling matches with Chuck and Will. Um, in a heavily modified 2K19 game over on Twitch TV. Um, well, I forgot what I was going to say. What was I talking about? Cruiserweight title. Cruiserweights suck. 205 live garbage. Real world. What do you think? Kushida, Phantasma, what's going on in NXT? Tell uh, those of us, uh, Erica, perhaps, uh, and myself, uh, why NXT is rocking it. I know you guys both like it. Yes, no. Uh, so 205 Live is trash, sure, but the Cruiserweight title is not because of NXT. Uh, you know, 
uh, Santos Escobar said it a few weeks ago before losing the title, how he brought that title back to where it belongs. And 1000% did. I think that division belongs on a takeover, right? Like the, 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 the pace that we get at an NXT takeover, a banger cruiserweight title match always fits perfectly in there. Uh, so I think that helps elevate it. And then the superstars they have there and just giving those superstars that spotlight, I see on social media uh, matches that are happening on 205 Live and every, I'm like, who the fuck is that, right? Yeah. Or I'm like, oh, hey, Tony Nese, you're still there. Good for you. I didn't know you had a job. So that's why 205 Live needs to just go away. And they need to just focus all the cruiserweights on NXT with that cruiserweight title. I will say when it comes to super universe mode, whenever we watch a 205 live match, it's usually a banger, but we don't, it's, it's the same thing. We don't care half the people on the roster in super universe mode on the one fall show uh, YouTube page. I don't know who they are, um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm in the same boat as you, Justin, like they're all great wrestlers. I just like, there's so much content that it slips through the cracks and I ain't got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for 205 Live. Nope. Or main event. Or main oh, event. No. I feel bad that main event's still a thing. Like 205 Live, sure, it gives them like something to focus on with the Cruiserweight division. But main event felt like something for the live crowd before a Raw or SmackDown. And now yeah. that there's no live crowd, I just feel bad that they have to go do that because nobody's watching you. Right. Nobody's well, they would always you. film like two matches to make sure the cameras were white balanced and tested and everything was going to work right for raw. And then like, it'd be one thing if it was, uh, if it was like shotgun Saturday night back in the, you know, late nineties, or if it was no superstars when I was a kid on Sunday mornings. But the fact that it's relegated to, if you have the WWE network, here's some more content. We're just going to make more content. Like even put yeah. it on your YouTube or something, man. Sure. Most kids these days don't even know what a Sunday morning is anymore, Chuck. Yeah, true. WWE you know, after tearing everyone's Twitch stream down because uh, they they wanted control of that. Put fucking main event on your on a tw WWE Twitch stream for God's sakes. How I watch Impact is on Twitch. So there, there you, you go. go. So there you go. There you go. Once again, Erica not wrong. Erica does watch Impact on Twitch. <laughs> that is true facts all right justin for two points moving this game along our second injury scare of the week happened in aew in the match between these two contenders for the heavyweight title oh oh yeah yeah, yeah. the uh pock and or pack whatever orange cassidy match yes sir um, not sure where the trouble began with this. It seems like there's reports like he was knocked silly well before the sort of whatever power bomb thing that yeah. really looked ugly. Um, injuries this week. What the what the hell, man? Yeah, I mean it's uh, to repeat what everyone says. It's part of the it's part of the gig, right? It's part of doing this shit live. You never know what's gonna happen. That's why. Obviously, us wrestling fans get pissed off when someone says, "I don't watch wrestling because it's fake." You clearly just haven't really given it the time of day or you're not thinking. You know what I mean? You're just trying to be a hater at that point. But, yeah, this shit happens. It's unfortunate uh, that it happens at all, but especially on a big show in a big match like that uh, with a, a notable superstar like him, especially because they want him in the world title match of double or nothing. Hopefully that can still happen. Um, but, yeah, no. So it, it, And you always got to give kudos to the, you know, the backstage to the writers 
because you gotta you gotta make this work, right? Especially something like that. You couldn't just call the match. So what are we gonna do? We're gonna send Kenny out there. Kenny's gonna hit Pac, and we're gonna do this promo and whatever. And it's always awkward. It's always doesn't seem right. But what are you gonna do? So they did something with it. You gotta give them credit for that. And honestly, a triple threat between those three is definitely more entertaining than either one of them against Kenny Omega. Like now you've yeah. got three personalities to deal with. As from an outsider, it definitely looked like the there was like a super kick that Pac hit Orange Cassidy with, and he it looked like that knocked him silly to the point that he couldn't tuck enough when he took that power bomb. And a combination of those two things probably concussed him if the first one didn't. Um, yeah, it's, it's, you know, extremely scary and something that I wanted to bring up too uh, a couple of minutes ago when we were talking about the ratings, I'm sure the WWE is well aware of the fact that like you've got from Royal Rumble to WrestleMania, where every year your viewership is going to hit its peak, but it's also going to evaporate within the next month. And uh, I'm sure a lot of wrestling uh, wrestling companies are dealing have to deal with that, whether it's Impact or AEW or something. That wrestling fans get real jazzed between like January and March, and then we got to go away and maybe come back in the summer. I just to you know, uh, add on to uh, Chuck's point uh, if, as far as this triple threat goes, I I really like that mix of wrestlers. I really like Kenny and Pack and Orange Cassidy together. It seems weird. I don't really know what to expect. And I think that's part of the fun where, cause I mean, look, we all know Orange Cassidy can go. Um, that's, that's no secret, but what shaganagannery, if you will, is going to take place uh, between the three of them because Kenny is also um, a weirdo and loves himself some comedy wrestling. So I'm sure he he wants to get in like, you know, some sort of spot. Who knows what it's going to be? Uh, but he's he's still going to, you know, he's still going to be, you know, a clean, you know, the cleaner uh, yeah. and, and pack, of course, a bastard. So it's just, it's hooray, fun. It's exciting. <laughs> I, I can't argue that point of these three being together, uh, you know, with how the characters come together. I just... For a big pay-per-view like AEW, I struggle to understand why AEW just sometimes does shit, right? Like we tell story for a few, cause they only have a pay-per-view once every few months. And it seems like they tell a story, not focusing on the pay-per-view, like building to a pay-per-view. And then they realize, oh, we got a pay-per-view in a few weeks. Let's just put these three together because it's a pay-per-view. We need a big match, right? And then all of a sudden they veered left from the story they've been telling for three months to put together this triple threat. So that's where I struggle with this triple threat. Um, I don't care for this triple threat. The match might be great. Erica, everything you just said is true, but I don't care for this triple threat because I don't think there's any way in hell Kenny's losing because there's no story behind it to make me think that Orange Cassidy or Pac actually have a chance in this. Okay. Well, and then like by that count, then like anything Roman Reigns is involved in, he's not losing either. But there's a story behind it. There's there's okay. There is, so that is your caveat. Story that there's a consistent story behind it, right? Where like even with Cesaro, deep down, yeah, sure, no one really thought Cesaro had a shot. But there was that story behind it where he's the dude that's never had a world title match, and you know has never gotten his shot. He's always had potential. You got Paul Heyman holding him down. There's your story right there to make you think. 
even the slightest that, okay, maybe this is his time to shine because they've been beating him down the way they did Daniel Bryan when he had his WrestleMania moment, where again, this, this triple threat just seems, you know, quickly wrapped together because they have a pay-per-view coming. Again, how many times has WWE thrown oh, it together sure. oh, a I'm lot never, of things for their pay? I'm not playing WWE versus AEW here. I am not okay. saying WWE has never done it. I am just saying okay. that this triple threat is a little too quickly rushed together with no sense behind it. And it feels like it's just because they wanted a big match for double or nothing. Those of us who are longtime watchers, we've been seeing this percolate for well over a year. Uh, yeah, no, there, and Orange Cassidy and the rise towards the top. I yeah, think but, that what we're going to see is sort of a half point, a, a half point story at this pay per view. I don't think it's going to be the blow off of something. I think it's going right. to be the explosion in the middle of a room, and so we're going to get some best friend stuff, and we're going to get something because Don and the Good Brothers and the Bucks can't keep themselves out of the mix. So I think that what this is going to be all about is the Schmaz ending. And I'm here for that. And you said you think it may even be a great match, but without the story behind it, you don't care. I totally get where you're coming from. But if it's a great match, that's why I'm here. That, yeah. That's fair. But I think my two issues and you know, is the fact that, A, Orange Cassidy or Pac has not even really been in Kenny's face since Kenny's been champion, right? Sure, we've been talking about the build of Orange Cassidy and Pac, but it's been separate from the world title picture. And Kenny had three other guys, Christian Cage, Eddie Kingston, and John Moxley chasing his ass around. And then all of a sudden we decide that these other two guys that haven't even talked to him are getting a shot at the title. That's where the struggle comes in. For it's me. the right, rankings. What's going to ultimately it's happen. The rankings. If you fucked with the rankings, you <laughs> Thank you. What's Thank ultimately going to happen is you're going to see that he's going to run through every single faction and piss them off. Yeah. What's happening here is not we're setting up for the next obvious person to rise from the tier to the to the to the number one contender, and they're going to fight for the, and it's going to be this very traditional fight. What he's going through, and he's going to annoy everybody. He's going to get the entire hive going because this is a long yeah. story, and Kenny's Thanos and the elite, and so right. you're going to continue to see this as my prediction going forward. Gotcha. Buckle up. By the way, can Kenny Omega has Kenny Omega ever had a good promo? Uh, maybe in Japanese. Like, can can we just let Don Callis do his promos for him, like yeah, Paul Heyman? Because like he's too weird. He's he's a weirdo. Like he's so weird. He's so. You think weird. that's gonna ultimately that uncanny valley nature of it is gonna make people hate him more as a heel? <laughs> like, that's, oh, I I can see that, but it's it's getting to the point now guy. where like. I want to I want to appreciate Kenny Omega, but every time you put a microphone in his hands, it's just it's cringy and it's awful and he's That's awkward and just stop doing it. Right. Because I know as a character, we're supposed to hate him and boom, because he's a heel, but we're disliking it. Not because he's a heel and he's talking bad, about whatever it, we we're hating it because like Chuck just said, it's cringy. Like, bro, you're not good period, right? Like, we've hated... People hate Sami Zayn's character right now, but we love Sami Zayn because the dude's fucking great. When Kevin Owens was a heel, we hated him, right? Booed him, but then he got so much respect because he's so great on the mic, where Kenny, it's like, bro, stop talking. Let Don talk for you, please. I just want our listeners to go to Twitter at One Fall Show and tweet us a good Kenny Omega promo because I've not seen it, and please. I want to. I want to believe he's not as bad as I 
think he. I'm, I'm gonna double down on that and say Young Bucks too, please. I would love to see a good Young Bucks promo because they're not good either. Oh, I guess Shawnee. I guess it's just hey. you and I. You and I heading to the New Japan archives and and digging. Please <laughs> dig. Please dig. I will admit, I don't. I, I you know I'm not you know vast on my New Japan knowledge. So if it exists, by all means, please. But since AEW, Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, please keep a mic away from them. Yeah, at least Don Callis though. He's he does he does work for everybody. If you want to, just let Don Callis do all the talking. Oh yeah, exactly. no, he's a heat. He machine. should be their Paul Heyman, just like Chuck said. All right, all right. Third question in the second round here. It was a spirited discussion of Kenny Omega, and I liked it. But uh, <laughs> all right, uh, Justin, this one's going to be tough. A little bit, almost a, a little bit of a whammy, one might say. Oh, uh, it's a three okay. point question. This one's pretty tough. Danhausen who's an ROH technically at Tuesday nights uh, has acquired a Frankenstein. A new tag team has emerged chock full of spooky bullshit as Danhausen has united with this former ROH champion. Is this midweek meet? It's on a Tuesday. You got five. It's on a Tuesday. (laughs) Yo, time all the way out. This is around the ring. Uh, listen, I know Sunshine Buddies are back. Oh, right. No, 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 time is up, no. sir. Sir. The last with all due, is supposed with to be all due respect. Sir, sir, with all due respect, <laughs> if, you, if you would have been listening during my introductory speech, I did introduce the category as the midweek meet covering the shows from Tuesday through Thursday. All right, Chuck, do you know who this former ROH uh, champion Frankenstein is that Danhausen has teamed with? Oh, I don't. Um, is it Crazy Steve? It is not. Oh, it's, that would I would be excited for that team. It's 89-year-old PCO, the guy who could like, wow. like bend the horseshoes and they electrocuted him into life. He's oh exactly God. like Frankenstein. Danhausen <laughs> had to sit down with him. And talked to him, and essentially at the end of it, just said, "All right, whatever, just come on." And he has now a Frankenstein following him, and it's awesome. <laughs> I really like this pairing mainly because it's it's one. It's amazing that PCO is still a thing. The electricity um, might literally have brought him back to life. It quite possibly because, like, I have seen him take bumps where I'm like, "Old man, what are you doing?" Like. Oh my god! <laughs> like, uh, like I oh I like this pairing a lot. Oh, I'm excited! I gotta watch Ring of Honor again. I Wait, know. Ring of Honor for these two. And they're gonna have a pay per view event coming up with a live audience in Baltimore, and I think I'm gonna have to check it out if that tag team is involved. I you know, I, like I'm paying okay. the ten dollars. Sure. I think probably ten bucks to get the Ring of Honor channel is my yeah. guess. But I'm gonna figure it out. I'm gonna give it a try. I'm into it. All right. All right. Where, Erica, do the points stand? Well, after that curveball of a three pointer, since we kind of changed the midweek meet rules a smidge, you have to admit we, it used to be primarily AEW and NXT. And then you just covertly said, nope, we're sneaking Ring of Honor in here. <laughs> and I like your style. Involved. I, yeah, I, I, I appreciate th- that. Uh, just. The, the whole thing oh, yeah. it's just and I planted good the seed. vibes hey this audience is going to be able to go back and listen i planted the seed at the beginning of the show and it slipped yep. right by <laughs> justin valentine it's a good thing he can't reach through his screen and slap you in the face because uh, he looks he looks not impressed not with uh, that that three-point question but anywho we've I got chuck with six, 
<laughs> we got Chuck with six points, Justin with four. So Justin will kick off round three. Who knows what this category is about? We're just I know. Shit now. Isn't that fun? <laughs> I'm excited. It's going to uh, be yes, a uh, fucking yes. ECW category. Is, uh, what, around the ring? Around the ring, also not a double entendre. All right, Justin. The wrestling world mourns a loss this week as uh, this controversial ECW original moved on to Wrestler Beach. Who was it? Uh, New Jack. New Jack. Love and respect, New Jack. Yeah, You're a scary, scary man. Probably did a lot of awful things. I get the impression you did a lot of awful things. However, there's never going to be another like you. The world is a lot less interesting today. Very true. And a uh, big shout out to Paul Heyman on Talking Smack. I'm sure you guys saw that uh, tribute yeah, that-, that he did at the end of the show. I mean, listen, and that, and that, not to make this about anything but New Jack, but man, Paul Heyman in the wrestling industry, he is such a great feeling to still have him in the wrestling industry, period, both on the screen and off the screen. Um, you just see the, see the real connection that he has with everybody. Same thing with uh, when Rob Van Dam went into the Hall of Fame and when the network uh, exclusive about RVD came out, same thing there. Uh, so, But that was, that was great. Great to see that tribute for New Jack. Well-deserved. And like you said, maybe did, did a lot of horrible things, but a lot of people in this world do horrible things and a lot worse than what he probably did. Um, so that doesn't take away from how sad this is at a young age, too. I think something that maybe Paul Heyman and New Jack have in common is that New Jack was an extremely scary man for many, many years, uh, but seemed, uh, especially with the Dark Side of the Ring uh, episode from last season they had with New Jack, seemed that like he'd softened a little bit and that he appreciated the reputation that his actions had granted him. And it, it made us kind of warm up to him a little bit more, knowing that like he was this person. And then maybe he's a different person. And I feel like Paul Heyman's got a lot of that too, where like now he's grandpa Paul and now like, yeah, he shorted a lot of people money and he did a lot of shady crap in order to keep ECW on the map and rolling. But now he has the stories and I'm sure to a lesser degree, he's got to go through, especially with something like new Jack, he's got to go through the, the same kind of thing that probably Vince McMahon goes through. And one of these wrestlers go down, especially if it was somebody that worked for him thinking like, I did not expect to outlive that guy. And I'm sure new Jack was one of those guys that he's like, I did not expect to still be here and him not be right. Carney royalty, both new Jack and Paul Heyman, Carney royalty. Perfectly put. All right, Justin, the second question here in the around the ring, the category that covers everything else around the ring, you know, the stuff that's not a WWE flagship show or a show on Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday. Um, In the main event of Impact Wrestling Under Siege on Saturday Uh, night. Impact is on Tuesday through Thursday. Jeez, In the main event of Impact Wrestling (laughs) Under Siege on Wednesday night. On Wednesday night. No, Saturday night. Yeah. Saturday night. Six-man battle was held to determine the number one contender for Kenny Omega's Impact Championship. Who is the new thorn in Kenny's side? You got five. That's Moose. Hey, two points. (laughs) He's so upset about it. Two points. Because we asked (sighs) pay-per-view questions in the Raw SmackDown category, even though it didn't happen on Raw or SmackDown. So why are we asking impact questions <laughs> when it should be in the midweek meet? I'm trying to make sense of these categories. 
Fascinating, fascinating. Chuck, what do you think of Moose becoming the new number one contender for Kenny Omega? Moose is a hell of a talent. He's another one of those big guys that can move like a cruiserweight, and I think him and Kenny can have a fantastic match. Honestly, I I almost wish that between Impact and AEW, at some point, uh, Kenny Omega will infuriate the management so much they'll just force him to wrestle for the title every other week so that we can see a bunch of great Kenny Omega versus matches. Cause there's uh, Eddie Edwards was uh, the guy in the under siege match that pinned uh, Carl Anderson. Oh, look at that. Carl Anderson taking the loss for somebody who just saw that coming. Um, but you've got Sammy Callahan who's been all over Kenny Omega on Twitter. You've got black Taurus who uh, I understand I saw on Twitter. You got to see for what the first time, Shawnee. Yes. Yes. They opened the show. And let me say, uh, a lot of stuff went on between the opener and the um, stuff with Kenny that I didn't really pay a lot of attention to. <laughs> Love no, Black Tarus. Although, interesting, it also, Brian Myers is not a great opponent for him because he sort of like kept grinding him down. And yeah. so he's it's like wrestling this bull man. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love it. it's the it's the what was the wrestler in the eighties that had the big bull head? Uh, Mantor. Yeah, it's the, it's the, it's it's Mantor two point and it's, it's fucking great. I think Moose makes sense when it comes <laughs> to Kenny Omega uh, and the Impact World Title. Uh, he's one of many names that will challenge Kenny Omega, and this is my prediction and how it should go. Um, He's one of many names that will challenge Kenny Omega between now and Samoa Joe showing up to take that title off of Kenny Omega. It makes absolutely no sense for anybody else to take that title, uh, the Impact title specifically, off of Kenny uh, without making Kenny look really bad. Because no offense, the Impact male roster compared to Kenny Omega, not fantastic, right? At least in the sense of beating Kenny Omega. So one of two things. Samoa Joe's either going to take it off. If they don't get Samoa Joe, it's going to have to be Kenny getting screwed over by someone from AEW to give someone an impact to title back because there's no one else really that I could see like, yeah, that guy, you know, deserves the, the moment of beating Kenny Omega for that title, unless they're going to give it to another AEW superstar, which guess who knows, right? No, I think that's a great point. I think that's whether it be after Moose or, um, several wrestlers after Moose, you can make a. I mean, like that's a that's a that's a pay per view buy match. That's something that if you can market it right, you can get eyeballs on your pay per views with. And it's a situation where the longer he stays out, but the more you can tease it without really teasing it, the more um, excitement you could potentially build. Um, well, in Impact, when they talked, I mean, they've already did their promo for Slammiversary the same way they did last year of everything's changing. Samoa Joe's the first face they put on there. Uh, so if you don't get Samoa Joe, that Slammiversary is going to be a bust, period. Well, I mean, who, I mean, I'd be shocked if they didn't get him, obviously, but like they they've thrown out red herrings in those promos before so i mean it's just one of those things where i'm like in the back of my mind i want it to happen but i don't want to get my hopes up because you know i i can only take so much damn it i want to see joe anywhere samoa joe shows up is like great news right right um, Uh, if he shows up in AEW, i'm not happy i'm not happy for him i love samoa joe okay i I reacted to the Eh, I'm like, what? Yeah, no, I love Samoa Joe, 
But I swear, if he shows up in AEW, and AEW got another big name that they're going to barely ever use because they have way too many names for one week, one show a week, you I'm going to be frustrated. This, you keep saying this one show a week, but they do have the YouTube shows, and yeah. they do have big names on the YouTube shows. For people who the love AEW, shows don't the, mean anything for, for the, the AEW marks. For the AEW, if every match tells the story. For for AEW marks, it's all there. You don't want to be a mark. I get listen, it. That's fine. Listen. But don't but pretend the thing. content's not there. You're just but not listen. watching it. No, 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 no. Because here's what I'm talking about. Sorry, Erica. I'll get to you. I swear. Listen. Okay. When it comes to the YouTube show, when I can not, I've never watched the YouTube shows. I've never checked in on them. I've never checked for results. Nothing. Right. I watch AEW Dynamite every week. That's it. And I don't skip a beat in the story they're telling heading into their pay-per-views and their big shows. That tells me those shows don't mean anything to the story until I see, Except wait, you're how saying- did this happen? And then I'm like, oh, I must have missed it on Monday night. I Now I have to go watch that show. That doesn't happen yet. Erica, this is an outrage. I have to Go ask ahead, you. Erica. I have to ask you as our scorekeeper. He just said, he just said, I don't miss a beat. Has there ever been a time in the past when he said the AEW storytelling just doesn't make sense? Because now, he said now, they beat. now the the point I was going to make, um, obviously the the whole pack Orange Cassidy thing has been a point of contention for Justin, and and I get it, but. Um, you want to know how they were able to rise up through the rankings in AEW on their YouTube shows. That's where they had a lot of their matches because yeah, there isn't a lot. There's only two hours of TV time. We all know that. Mm -hmm. So the rankings play a higher role in the YouTube shows. Shawnee, you could probably attest to this as well. Am I right or wrong? They do, although the appeal of the YouTube shows, I think, are the commentary teams. Um, on uh, the Monday Night Show, you have, like, cool backstage interviews. Um, Paul Big Show is, like, he is a huge fan. Um, he kayfabe is a frightened of Abaddon, and he just <laughs> talks about funny. how frightened of Abaddon he is the whole time. And then on the Tuesday Night Show, basically the third act, which is anything that happens after 8 o'clock, Taz and um, Taz and Excalibur have spent all of their time trying to pop one another, and the show yes. breaks down into just total gibberish for the last thirty minutes, and it's hilarious. Ta- but I the love, matches love- are still great, and do put position the different factions involved in AW Universe. I do love Taz and Excalibur together; they have really good chemistry. And I, anytime I tune into uh, Dark, uh, they, they they do pop me so. Yay. Justin Valentine, you have a question or a comment or a concern. That'd be a comment. Thank you. Um, So here's what I will not stand for, right? I will not stand for this show and rightfully so shitting on main event in 205 Live. And again, I said (laughs) rightfully so because there are shows on what the network or wherever in the internet that it happens that don't mean anything that need to just go away but yet we're going to try to defend the AEW YouTube shows because if you want to use your logic of matches happen, stories are told, Chuck just said, Ricochet and Mustafa Ali have been putting on a story on main event for weeks. 
Jinder Mahal just came back on Raw with the two guys. That's not the first time they've been seen together. They were together on main event as well. So technically, even though the show should go away and no one gives a shit about main event or 205 Live, it's the same thing that AEW is doing on YouTube. All right, last word, Charlie. I'm going to take the reins on this one uh, before we wrap up. The one difference I will say is that you have young and hungry independent creators who are designing and writing their own character going through the growing process on the YouTube channel on 205 live. You have journeyman or newbie wrestlers trying to figure out what character Vince McMahon wants them to be totally different dynamic. They're trying on one show. They're trying to get over with the people in the room and the audience in general on 205 live. They're just like, I don't understand what Vince wants. I don't know what Vince wants. Um, they don't get to have like the million YouTube channels to tell their stories and all those things. They're, they're not actual independent contractors. They're act acrobatic actors. All right. So, uh, Chuck, you have stolen the category. We carried on a long time on that. We really dug into AEW this week and I like it. All right. <laughs> I thought we were getting yelled at for going too long. Sorry. Sorry, Shawnee. Following under siege, GCW wrestling performed in front of a live crowd in Wait, Las I... Vegas, Nevada. What? Time out. I did. He didn't steal the category. I got both questions. I got Moose. Right. No, Justin said it was Moose. It was okay, Justin. good. Okay, good, good. Justin. <clears throat> Following under siege, GCW wrestling performed in front of a live crowd in Las oh, Vegas. Chuck. I don't know. Uh, it was awesome. I couldn't have enjoyed it more, and I will be tuning into GCW on the reg for three yeah. points. Name any two people involved in the show. You've got five. <laughs> GCW, GCW. Um, mm, I don't know this. Mike and Maria Canellis. Mm, no, I am sorry. Neither of them were involved. Uh, Mox did make a big appearance during the main event to challenge oh, that's right. Nick I saw Gage, the hardcore it. legend. Um, um, uh, and a completely delightful uh, surprise um comedian nick uh ron funches who is a huge wrestling fan was on commentary to open the show with joey janella nice um, yeah uh schlack who's just this tanked up tattooed monster of a human being um sort of like evil nick uh uh nick gage nick gage uh swolverine yeah no no not nick or, gage uh, brian um, cage brian Cage, yeah, so, so, all right, sorry, Nick Gate. I really dug it. I'm going to watch more. Oh, thanks Chuck, for, I didn't even give you the chance to answer. I was going to say thanks for giving me the opportunity to try <laughs> to point to them and naming a bunch of people I would have named. <laughs> would you have gotten that answer right, Chuck? Uh, I would. I would have said Nick Gage and AJ Gray because that was the match that Moxley came in on. All um, right, so we'll give Chuck a point and a half. Three, <laughs> three points because we're going into the final fall uh, that I, is worth 10 points and will in fact determine the winner can i just can i say something real quick yeah, yeah you sure, said sure. a lot of things keep it short yeah right Jeez. <laughs> i'm buddy. with you on that one that was cruel <laughs> I felt like i was contributing to the show i'm sorry no, please continue. <laughs> i just want to say yeah i said this on twitter john moxley is officially the snoop dog of wrestling Period. Because he just shows up and does he is, shit. He is the one guy that when he shows up somewhere, like, even though it doesn't make sense, it makes perfect sense. He's always doing something. Of course John Moxley would always walk great. 
Right. Even if you don't know that Moxley wrestled in GCW and had a feud with Nick Gage, like him just walking in to shoot, flip the bird yeah. and try and beat somebody up. Just, it just makes sense. Right. Like it just, he's just doing shit. Yeah. And it was awesome. It was a room with like, you know, three or 400 wrestling fans as we've seen them at indie halls before. It's good to see so many of them have survived COVID. Uh, we uh, oftentimes not the hardiest bunch uh, wrestling fans, sure. um, but uh, they were all there. And uh, shout out to the fan wearing the acid 316 shirt. Big fan. <laughs> can you imagine? Okay. First of all, can you imagine going to a local independent wrestling show and John Moxley comes in to do a run? Right. 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 How awesome. fucking cool would that be? Yeah. Blow the roof off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, but secondly, can you guys imagine if in a week or two Nick Gage from GCW shows up to beat on John Moxley in AEW? Like that's kind of awesome, right? That'd be really weird. <laughs> It'd be a little really, weird. Really weird. He just had the the latest Dark Side of the Ring was about Nick Gage and GCW wrestling. Like this yeah. is the perfect moment. Yeah, of it could be the time to, to do it. it happen. Nice. Yeah. nice and ultimately, Nick Gage versus Eddie Kingston. Cool. Ooh. Ooh. That's a draw. Oh, That's a money draw. Yeah. That's a money draw. All right. Final fall. As we head into final fall, Erica, where do the points lie? Got All a tight game here. Uh, we got uh, Justin also with seven points. Also not a double point. entendre. <laughs> entendre. Nice. Get it right. Yo, we, we got the hand motion and everything here. And it's so. literally not a double entendre. Yeah. It's the word tight was all that was even remote. You're just a pervert. <laughs> <laughs> Current title of episode: You're just, just a pervert. <laughs> hey, you write that one down. I did. I did. It's in my notes. It's it's official. No, I wrote it down. No way. Did you say pervert or is it? Per uh, that's a that's a before the mic joke. Sorry. That is. Um. Thank you for first of all remembering my dumbass work story. That that uh. That I appreciated it. Warms my heart. Ah. Uh, any point. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, yeah. You know what? Justin gets a point for that. For remember my yeah. stupid anecdotes from work. Yeah. He's still, <laughs> yeah. Okay. God bullshit. damn it. Okay, we're heading to final fall. Let's be serious. God damn it. Uh, Chuck's got nine points. Justin has eight. It is a tight game, not a double entendre. Back to you, you, Shawnee. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Before we move on, let me just say a uh, shout out to Top Rope Squishy, who is a huge AEW fan, and she has a channel on YouTube, uh, Top Rope Squishy. And uh, right. shout out to Mr. David Roca, who is a fan of the One Fall Show. Nice. Well, we're a fan of him. I like you, David. All right. All right. He knows what's going on. He does. Okay. Are you guys ready? I've got my script prepared. Okay, here we go. Are y'all ready for me to read the final fall? Let's do this. All right, we have just wrapped up WrestleMania Backlash. So excited. How many days until WrestleMania? First person <laughs> to get it right wins. Go. Wait, the first uh, person to get it right? Justin, how many days till WrestleMania? Is it over under? <laughs> um, 342. Um, Wrong, oh, Justin. I'm going to say 320. Wrong. Higher. 333. Wrong. Lower. 330. Wrong. Lower. 329. Wrong. Lower. 
322. Wrong higher. 327. Wrong higher. 328. Oh, that is correct, yes! sir. It is 328 <laughs> days until WrestleMania. That was wild. I did not. Yeah. Now, I don't know if you went with that that uh, question format last episode. Admittedly, I did not listen to last week's episode. Not. No, that, uh, was first. that 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 was a journey I was not anticipating <laughs> and I loved it. Oh, nice. Man, that's awesome. I didn't honestly know if it was going to be higher or lower until you said, wait, is it higher or lower? And then Chuck shouted out a number and I just started going wrong, 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 higher, lower, higher, lower. I wanted to drag it out a little bit. It worked out really well. I didn't know if we were doing like prices, right rules or what? (laughs) Unfortunately, I've got bad news. There's no title to win. Yeah. Before his head exploded, Why? Nate took no. the title home. Why is it every time I win, I don't win? <laughs> this is not cool. I, we got. I, me, we're gonna have to give you the alternate sunshine and uh, buddies cup. I will take it. I will oh, take it on this nice. episode. One thousand. Let me tell you something, Justin. Uh, I don't think you want that title. I had that title, and I don't remember a thing after I picked it up. Yeah, that's fair. I don't know what Nate did to Nate it. Nate took it away from me, and it was like a fugue state lifted. I don't understand at all. Yeah, like, that's fair. Know. All of a sudden, you, you enjoyed wrestling, right? I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't get it. But hey, congratulations on your cup. Thank you. I like my cup. It fits perfectly. All right, Double champ. entendre. <laughs> there, go. there it is. There it is. Yeah. Good job, Erica. This episode is great. Oh, and silly yes. madness. Let's end this thing on a high note. Justin Champ, yep. you got a minute. You want to talk about anything in the um, wrestling world or in the world gosh. of the One Fall Show? I have a couple of things I wanted to hit on that we didn't. And number one is, you know, hey, shout out to Ray and Dominic Mysterio. I love that story of them winning the titles because I watched when Dominic was on there as a freaking eight-year-old. So it was it's cool to see. Um, but they messed up because their next pay-per-view is on Father's Day. Come on, that is not hard <laughs> to write, okay? First of all, and shout out to Bubba Ray Dudley because he made that point uh, on, on social media. 1,000% right on that. The second thing is, I like Tamina and Natalia winning. I don't like the fact that they gave it away because all of a sudden we're focusing on the fact that Tamina's never been a champion. If that's not giving it away, when we haven't focused on that story the whole time they've been going after the tag titles, and all of a sudden tonight we're focusing on it, well, no shit they're going to win. So I don't like that Michael Cole and the announced team, and obviously the writers telling them to harp on this, gave it away. But I do like the moment. I will say this about that match. Uh, On one side, you have Nia. On the other, you have uh, Natty. And um, I do not like the pattern choices they have made on their gear. It reminds me of movies uh, from the 70s and earlier that I watch with our friend Elizabeth that we refer to as bad wallpaper movies. Fair. Chuck, you got a minute to go. Very controversial as I critique another human being's appearance. Um, I also wanted to give a shout out to Dominic Mysterio for using uh, his biological father's finishing move in the tag team match at uh, WWE Backlash using the frog splash. Uh, That was very heartwarming. I loved it, and I hope to see more of it. Eddie won that match, right? But I'm uh, definitely looking forward to seeing him, uh, you know, take on the Guerrero name and use the frog splash more. Also, we didn't talk about the fact that John Moxley got new theme music fucking the trogs wild I, I, was that cool just a one-time that? thing though 
Is it? Yeah, I don't know if it's permanent. Is it? it, it does anyone know? I don't think so. I think it was for the New Japan buy because it was a uh, so does he come out uh, IWGP US title match? Interesting. I don't know, man, but I like that rock and roll flute. Yeah, very psychedelic. Very yeah, psychedelic. I, I dug it. I I wouldn't be mad at it. That's all right with me. I I also like the idea of it being a one time thing because there's always the 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 speculation of will it crop up again under the circumstances and lest right. we forget jr through <sighs> kaze ninare he yes. talked about minoru suzuki he threw minoru suzuki's name all around that arena i don't think that was just a random feller that jr decided to reflect right. on i Ooh. certainly hope not already mox versus suzuki are you kidding me Oh, oh. Uh, I, I do agree with you, Justin. The, the roster is stacked, but if you could bring uh, Suzuki in for six months, whatever, just I was going to say, if it's for a, a, a specific as thing a mega heel, sure. yeah, that would be sure. awesome. Awesome. All right, Erica, how would you like to wrap up the show? You can take all the time you'd like. I love the fact that I have no time limit and I might take advantage of that because as soon as you mentioned Minoru Suzuki, I, I, you, you, you do wonder because Lance Archer was in Suzuki Goon, if somehow something's going to happen with the whole, um, you know, pending feud with Miro around the TNT title, who knows? I mean, as, as we all know, however, I love Minoru Suzuki, Shawnee, you love Minoru Suzuki. Anytime we see the man is always welcome. Yay for that. Uh, let's see. I, I Damn, I had notes. And then you mentioned Minoru Suzuki. And I'm like, I'm distracted <laughs> by everything. I forgot everything I was going to say. Oh, okay. So admittedly, and I and I, I don't know if we had this in the show. I think it was in the introductions. But I, I legitimately forgot that WrestleMania Backlash was last night. And like, it was at like 930. I'm like, I think there's a pay-per-view. Uh, and then it's just like, oh, it's 930. I'll just whatever. And then I went to bed and then I forgot that I forgot about the pay-per-view. And then I checked Twitter and I check Twitter every morning before work to see what's trending. And as soon as I open up the Twitter app, zombies. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, it is 730 in the morning. <laughs> and this is what I see on Twitter. It was it was, I just, I didn't know what to do with it. I'm like, at first I'm like, I'm clearly still dreaming. And it's like, I, I did the thing where I'm like, nope, I can feel pain. So uh, yeah, so that that's that was an experience this morning. Uh, lastly, just to kind of wrap things up, uh, only because it, it sure as shit tickled me. And it's something that uh, my husband uh, pointed out. Uh, the Young Bucks on Twitter, while they may not be great at promos, they are great at Twitter because they've been doing this pain in the ass thing where every tweet is new bio, new yes. bio. And then yep. when you go and they have a new message in their bio, well, their latest new bio is uh, we were the ones that told the truck to cut right before SCU hugged. Yes, <laughs> Which, that's good. Your picture is the bloody red eye. Yes. Of, uh -huh. Yeah, so I... <laughs> I appreciate that that um, that clever Twitter play, uh, not a double entendre, believe it or not, even though I think it should be. Oh, oh, move on, move on, move on. OK, well, uh, then I'm done. Then we're moving on to the end. All right. All right. 
Whew, well, that's it uh, for our show this week, everybody. I'm Shawnee Constant, your host. I believe that I maintain dominance quite well this week, and I am uh, pleased with the hierarchy of things. <sighs> All right. I don't know what we have to look forward to next week, but I'm going to be looking for ways to see some Danhausen. I'm going to be looking for some ways to see some GCW. And... Uh, there's still a lot of free agents out there that may land somewhere. So I guess that's all interesting till next week's folks have fun, be safe and don't fall in the hole. Hey, Justin, I think people can find you at uh, jbsportstalk.com. Is that true? It's very true. All over social media at JV underscore sports underscore talk. And then uh, you mentioned earlier hosting the JV sports talk pay-per-view pod. You are going to be my guest for AEW double or nothing. So I'm excited about that. Uh, That'll be out on Apple podcasts and Spotify Saturday, May 29th at 10 AM. All right. I am looking forward to that. And I say that unironically, I am really excited. That's like my favorite thing is appearing on, on podcasts that I don't have to concern myself with the upload of. That's like, that's like the, the, the reward for all of my, I told Chuck, I look forward to Mondays because this is a podcast. I can just come and have fun and I don't have to do work. Totally different. Isn't it? Totally (laughs) different. Like you just think of it all different. Like every word you're like, is that an editing disaster? Yes. (laughs) Yes. I dread the pay-per-view pod every few weeks. I, I, I look forward to the one fall show. Um, Chuck, where can people find you? Well, taking a page out of Justin's book, we actually talked about wrestling on the latest Nerd Radio. So if you want to find out what Al Beck thought of AEW Blood and Guts, check out the episode over on WRIF.com. Tell us a little bit about Al Beck's experience with AEW going into this. Al Beck was an Attitude Era wrestling fan, but otherwise really doesn't care about uh, wrestling, but has watched some of the stuff they've put on A&E over the last couple of weeks and decided, oh, you know, I'll, I'll boot up the Peacock Network and uh, I'll, I'll check out some stuff there. And then I'll, I'll you know, all oh, this AEW thing, Chuck always talks about it. So I'll uh, I'll check this out and tuned in right in the week Blood and Guts was and uh, tuned out right before the Blood and Guts match. Find out why on the latest nerd radio over on WRIF.com and listen to me along with Shawnee talk about horror movies on the talk horror to me podcast. Fingers crossed. I have a new run planned and I think it's going to be good. And real quick, Chuck has never let me on nerd radio before. So there's that shots fired. I am. This is, this is very conflicting news because you have a show called nerd radio and then you have Justin who is in the, as I've said before, in the oh, building. Sh- That's like- fucking nerd. <laughs> and in the building. In the building. Just come upstairs. All right. Chuck, tell us about Super Universe. I hang out in the chat room and have fun with it. Yes, yeah, Super Universe is a heavily modded WWE 2K19 that our current one fall champion, Nate Bender, does over on his Twitch stream, twitch.tv backslash limit break radio on Saturday afternoons. At four o'clock, myself, uh, Will and Nate all are your commentary team over some simulated matches where we actually have our own avatars in some of the federations. But we also have a whole bunch of uh, the current people all wrestling each other, all feuding. It's a it's a great, great time. It's sometimes it's more fun than uh, the wrestling you see with actual people on television. Yes. And it's uh, you can find it on the YouTube, the One Fall Show YouTube channel or on Twitch at uh, Limit Break Radio, 4 p.m. on Saturdays. And this week is the Royal Rumble, which is bound to be a 
tech disaster of some fashion, completely out of everyone's control. I imagine some craziness is going to take place. Yeah, I can't. I cannot wait for uh, this. This may be the most excited I've been for a thing. The last month or so of One Fall Show Super Universe has been very exciting. Our whole NXT uh, Championship tournament after Dave we Mastiff. fired the Velveteen Dream was a blast. <laughs> and uh, yeah, the Royal Rumble is going to be fun too. Erica, where can people find you? Writing uh, about can- rock and roll. Well, uh, for starters, if you want to see my goings on uh, occasionally, because uh, I apparently I've just been hit or miss lately on social media. But if you'd like to see some surprise posts, apparently, because I have consistency worth a damn at Erica underscore Panis on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, people can read my various rock postings uh, through Beasley Media Groups. There, there you go. Uh, you can find me on WRF.com, WCSX.com. Uh, that's the, those are my Detroit stations. So what Shout up, to Detroit? Detroit? Shout out to Detroit, even though I am technically um, bigger in Philadelphia. Let me tell you, it is heartbreaking to like not get the same love in your hometown than you do in another city. I'm like, I mean, it's cool because it's like at least somebody loves me. Uh, at least someone loves me. I know, but it's like, ah, uh, damn it. I wish I had, I wish I had Philly numbers here in my hometown. I wish people loved me here. It's, <laughs> and when they turn on you in Philly, they throw batteries and snowballs with rocks at you. So yeah. Ooh, watch, watch out for careful. Philly. I know that they, they, uh, they ain't shout nothing to F to with, Philly. man. Yeah. Shout out to Philly. Uh, All right. You got some, not uh, a good shout out. got some show titles for us. I sure do. Um, I, I have one favorite. Uh, I think that I, I already know what the show title is going to be, but I would like to hear what you've <laughs> got written down. Uh, yeah, well, I have. Um, we're all sunshine buddies today because, nice. you know, it's nice. just it's it's warm and fuzzy. Uh, Justin Valentine, not pointless. And, <laughs> like and it one. just I liked it. Um, we all do love a good sandwich. Yes. Who doesn't? Which, which, uh, which, which made me feel nice. New Jack, Carney royalty. Uh, I want uh, just like the the Roman Reigns, like heck everything and leave. I want like a heck everything and scoot. How dare you, sir? How dare you? Damn. <laughs> I want a Shinsuke style crown graphic yeah. Yeah. with Carney royalty across it. Nice. That's not bad. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Heck everything and scoot. Like everything is scooped. Uh, you, you're just a pervert. And then <laughs> Sean loves a rock and roll flute. He does have <laughs> a rock and roll flute. I said Mantor 2.0, Justin. Man, see, you don't know who Mantar is, do you? <laughs> nope. Zoom. Got nothing. That's okay. You weren't missing much. I love that he's the youngest of us. Yet when it comes to how wrestling programming works it feels like you have the oldest mindset of like you do the tv tv leads to the pay-per-view and then you go back to the tv and the next tv leads to the next pay-per-view yeah i I like a good Good i like a good story i don't know what to tell you you and nate would have definitely enjoyed the suit and tie era of sports and entertainment like the 1960s like going down to madison square garden wearing your fucking fedora and you have uh, um, 
Oh, but the, who was the champ for a thousand years? Um, Bruno San Martino. Bruno San Martino. Bruno San Martino. Oh, yeah. respect, respect. I'm sorry, I could. Oh, who's, yeah, Bruno. That would have been fun. That would have been fun. You know, you don't really know it's real, and if you cross a man in the street, he punches you in the face, and there's no one to put it on the Snapchat. Yeah. The good old I, days when they carried knives and heroin syringes in their bags. Sorry. I, I think now that you mention it, I, I think once things start to clear up a little bit more and we're more comfortable to go out in, in places, I think we should all go to an indie show together dressed up. Nice. Just show up you like, what are, did, like, did you guys come from a wedding? No. No, oh, we're here for this. We're, we came for the wrestling <laughs> oh, show? Oh, yeah, yes. So I'll, I'll get us all business cards that just say one phone no. show. Yep. And then when uh-huh. someone like, what's going on? And you just hand them a business card, don't say don't a word. Think- you know, when Raw SmackDown AEW comes to Michigan, we need to go to that shit together. And we I, need to go live from outside of Little Caesars Arena, right? And we need to, you know what I mean? Like shit like that. I did uh, abuse my radio credentials a couple of years ago to get an art of view with Jim Ross and did it specifically for this show instead of Nerd Radio. <laughs> my man. <laughs> That's it. No, that, that episode I mean... has been deleted. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> Oh, man. By God. By God.